Welcome to the Bliss Tonic Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Anthony, yoga instructor, educator, and straight up yoga nerd. You know you're in the right place if you're ready to apply yogic technologies and wisdom into your human experience. That's right. We're here to take action. Are you ready to dive into season two where we are going to get real about all of this 2020 business and how we can apply yogic wisdom to be a better human? Let's do it. I'm so grateful that you are here and listening to the Blistonic podcast. Thank you for being here. So today I wanted to talk about uh, something that came up actually while I was recording a um, meditation for the yoga nerd tier of my Patreon. So this is something that I do at least once a week is record a meditation that's anywhere between 8 and 20 minutes long um, with a specific theme. And I sit down without planning what's going to happen 90% of the time and just start uh, tuning in and um, channel and see what you know, messages are coming through and what kind of meditation presents itself. And today it was about attachment and it's something that, you know, I've been feeling in a couple different ways lately, you know, not only in the way that I'm addicted to my phone uh, and I uh, know I'm not alone there, even though I've, spent some beautiful time without my phone and it's my favorite thing is to be able to tune out and leave my phone at home when I go places um, or put it on do not disturb so I can just use it for photos and I absolutely love doing that but I still get caught up um, you know in moments just I don't even know. You know, you're just like, the where did the time go? What have I been doing? This absolutely is out of control. Um, so, yeah, I've been thinking about it in that context, but also noticing it in regards to fear. So it's really interesting because I created some content for Patreon that I haven't released yet um, a while ago uh, on the five kleshas. And these are the causes of suffering. So uh, maybe it is time for that to be released soon. Um, But basically, these are a part of the human condition, um, you know, encompassed um, in this veil of Maya, this veil of illusion to which all humans are subject to. Um, And this is, that is the human condition of experiencing, you know, ignorance, ego, craving, aversion, and fear. I think that covers all of them. (laughs) Yes, so we have ignorance of vidya, ashmita, which is 
ego. We have craving, aversion, and fear. Five. Perfect. That's it. Five kleshas. I had to count again. I'm interrupting my yogic ramblings to let you know about this little secret. I've been curating a bliss tonic yoga Patreon just for you. If you are a podcast listener and would like to show your support and help cover the costs of the platform that I use to host this podcast that you're listening to right now, or they cover the rent of the studio, the recording studio that I rent then go ahead and click over to be a $5 a month patron of Blistonic Yoga. I have a couple other tiers for you yoga nerds. If you really like to get down with studying your experiential alignment, pose tutorials, guided meditations, and you know I love to get down about philosophy lectures. I could just, I'm pulling up my nerd glasses right now, but I could just talk yoga philosophy all day. So I'm dropping all sorts of content for you in three different tiers of the Blistonic Yoga Patreon podcast supporter, where you get access and never miss an episode to the podcast and get to show me your support. The Yoga Nerd, where you get all of that yoga goodness, and the Yoga Teacher tier, where we talk sequencing, we talk cueing, we talk uh, how to theme your classes and how to teach poses instead of just, you know, the experiential alignment of poses. So how do you teach that to people? How, what's the timing of teaching that pose to people? So all sorts of things, as well as in that yoga teacher tier, you get to request to meet and make certain videos. And I go live for some Q and A's once a month in that platform. So even if you don't subscribe today. Just go check it out. Let me know what you think. Show me some support. Show me some love. Leave some comments. You know the drill. Leave a review of the podcast. So many ways you can show me your support and just keep me going (laughs) because I always need that (laughs) to just keep me inspired and knowing that you are all listening. It just makes it that much more worth the effort. So head over to the Blistonic Yoga Patreon, and we'll get back to my yogic ramblings. Craving is really, uh, so basically fear is encompassed in all of the other kleshas. Um, And because the biggest fear is the fear of death. And really, these are causes of suffering because of ignorance because we do not remember who we are, that the soul is never born and never dies. And so we fear death. Um, But really when we um, consciously work with these kleshas, we can have a different experience um, of them instead of being um, unconsciously subject to this suffering, we can... (laughs) For a while, consciously suffer, and uh, you know when you're when you know better, it's hard. <laughs> it's harder, right? When it's just ignorantly suffering, it's one thing. When we um, are conscious of the ways that we create suffering for ourselves, it almost can be uh, more suffering for a time until we make better choices. If that makes sense. So. Um, 
they all really are in, are intertwined together in the human experience. But what I want to talk about today is attachment, which is really um, what it is. It's this attachment and aversion um, is the two. So raga is this attachment, which creates a sense of craving, um, which truly can never be fulfilled. And it has two sides. We crave things that we don't have, and then we have a fear that we're going to lose the things that we do have. Um, And you can see that neither is a great option, and neither is, um, is going to make us happy. Right, So if we get this thing that we've been after all this time, then we fear that we're going to lose it. Or then we have a new attachment or a new craving. Right, So it's, it's this endless cycle. It's never going to get better until we deal with the thing itself. And so, you know, for me specifically, it's, I don't know. I haven't even been, because I know I cannot watch scary shit. So I don't like watching scary movies, but I'm not. I had such a moment where I was like, what am I doing? I know what I'm doing to myself. Just stop it. And I couldn't stop. Um, I chose not to. (laughs) But it was a moment when uh, Esper, my stepdaughter, was camping in our yard with a friend. It was a sleepover. And I was, oh, I'm I'm not going to lie. I was on TikTok at <laughs> like bedtime and something came up from this one woman who was a victim of kidnapping and sexual assault. And <clears throat> anyways, as you can imagine, here I am at night with a stepdaughter sleeping outside and Dan comes in and and I'm on like cut to I'm on like part three of four of a YouTube series of where I learn every single detail that happened um and Dan's like what are you doing are you serious right now and I was like oh I can't stop watching and I like in you know I know that's a common thing like some people are into that but like I'm not one of those people like I can't just watch that I like Uh, it really fuels uh, my imagination in a lot of ways. And um, just like at night having this great fear, and I know this is a mom thing, um, a fear of loss. Um, Like, you know, is somebody in my house? And like just random stuff like that. Like, I don't need to be thinking these thoughts. Nobody's in my house right now. Like, I'm safe. My children are safe. Uh, My partner is safe. And, you know, just realizing in my mind, they're not safe. But in reality, they are safe. So, like, where is the, you know, where is that room where my imagination is just making me suffer? And that is the craving. This is the fear of loss of what I already have. And how do we flip that around is gratitude, right? And so it starts with that process of, well, everybody's safe right now. And I can be grateful that I, you know, have found love in a partner that I, you know, have this beautiful family and that I love them so much that I'm afraid of losing them. And instead of focusing on the loss of them, I can focus on 
the gratitude that I and have just such a beautiful family. Um, and so that that's what I've been dealing with in, in the form of attachment. And it's something I haven't fully processed until I sat down to record the meditation, not knowing what I was going to talk about. Um, and there, there we are. Hello, that's there. Now I know it's there. Now I know how to shift it around, which I've been kind of consciously doing that work for the past week or two of just like, okay, turn it around but they are, nobody's in my basement when I'm doing laundry. Like I looked, don't worry. There's nobody hiding in a corner to get me. Like this is why I don't watch scary movies. So I'm really curious to know if you're one of the people who can like just watch a scary movie, no problem. Or if you're the kind of person who then internalizes that and um, somehow that's also your, your life becomes that um, in a sort of way. (laughs) even though it's not real, but in your head. Um, And so, yeah, it's something that I have been aware of for a long time um, that I deal, I'm very highly susceptible to fear-based thinking after watching scary movies Um, or apparently YouTube docu-series of kidnapping victims. Anyways, so attachment to... um, my phone and attachment to, um, you know, my family. And, um, and it's been creating a lot of suffering for me. Think like, and, and where's the suffering? It's not in real life. It's completely in my head and imaginary, but it's real. (laughs) It's very, very real. (laughs) When I'm like, why am I on my phone? Well, I'm just going to put her out of my phone. Even if I'm like with my family and there we go. I've like lost that time with my family, Um, which is just, it's just so interesting how that the human mind works and how quickly we forget um, who we are and why we're here. And we forget our tools that bring us back into that moment. So um, a really beautiful um, revelation that came through in that meditation was, you know, we found it in our body, which is a really great way to process, um, you know, when we're con- in contemplation with our own suffering um, is to find it in the body. It's one of the, you know, greatest somatic practices is locating emotion in the body and grounding it so that because we can't deal with something ethereal right we we ground it and see what is real and see what it is made up and start to sort that out Um, so finding it in our body and then we started a dialogue with our body in regards to this um and i would love to gift all of you um that uh, meditation. So I'm going to put it on the, the podcast supporter, uh, version of Patreon. Um, I have the, the three categories, the podcast supporter for $5 a month, the yoga nerd, where you usually get all these meditations and other tips and audios and stuff like that for 15 a month. And then a yoga teacher tier and they, the yoga teacher gets everything below that as well. So, um, yeah, beautiful, beautiful insight about, you know, from the body. Well, body, how do I soften my attachment to this once I've found it in my body? 
how do I soften this? And it was, a, a you know, several messages came through, but the first one is connecting to what's real and how do we connect to what's real? Um, you know, first starts by grounding in and asking ourselves, you know, where, what does my actual present moment entail? The fact that I have these things um, and how beautiful that is. Um, and, you know, I don't have to be attached to them because here they are. They present themselves. They may, they may go, you know, whatever it is that's in my life that I'm attached to or attached to wanting, which is craving, um, you know, just sort out this is what's in front of my life right now or in my life right now. And how do I soften that craving? And another piece was about connecting to divinity, to source energy. And that is, you know, you can call it God, universe, nature, just energy, connecting to divinity. And I don't want to say something higher. I don't know why that just like not not bothered me. I don't know. Um, but it also puts it to like higher, it's a hierarchy. And there's, I mean, that's so, so patriarchy. Um, even thinking about, you know, I've learned in my trainings about the Vedas and this Vedic wisdom. And it didn't originally bega- begin um, with these beautiful tantric practices that are available to the individuals now. As you might imagine, it began with the priests, the Vedic priests doing all of these rituals for the people. Therefore, you know, you need a priest in order to do this ritual or do this practice. And um, part of this like great awakening that happened is um, with Shankara, who is one of the, um, I don't want to say original because not at all original um, leaders, but I would say one of the leaders of the tantric movement of putting the power in the individual's hands. And in what is the power? It's the knowledge, it's the wisdom and the practices that, you know, we can affect our own um, body and we can affect our own mind in a way where we can connect to our own divinity. And so really it's us connecting to divinity through our own divinity um, instead of needing a um, another human who, you know, is maybe a, a channel for divinity, um, quote unquote, um, which I'm sure is, is a thing. There are definitely enlightened sages, um, but, you know, we have the power to do this ourselves. And so that was a part of the message that came through was set in meditation and connect to divinity, to what is real, what is not subject to um, death. What is not subject to death? What is not born? What doesn't die? And this goes to the main teachings of the Bhagavad Gita is that the soul is never born and never dies. And it really is um, our connection to source, energy, God, whatever. Is that we have Jiva Atman, this individual soul, this piece of ourselves that is divinity in a unique expression 
And, you know, it said that this is just, you know, one of the sayings that or one of the visualizations to that are encompassed in this philosophy and this teaching is that God sought to know thyself better and then, you know, basically we are God knowing themselves through us in our human experience. And I don't use the word God a lot, so I just want you to know that. Um, it's just a way to talk about it. And I don't say God himself because that's just what we, we just made this up. Um, <laughs> yes, we have different bodies, but my goodness. Um, we even uh, we even put source energy and divinity into masculine-feminine dichotomy um, to better understand. Um, in a box we like boxes Um, and you know the mind does that the mind is a meaning making machine it it helps us sort and organize um, our experiences in a way that we can hopefully understand but the fact is that it's something that is beyond the mind Um, and so this is why we have again and again I say this the practices of yoga and tantra to specifically help us um, unravel conscious from mind so that and that starts by clearing the mind and not sitting in meditation and thinking of nothing but starting to sort out um, all of the suffering we create for ourselves under the veil of maya what is real what is not real and uh, starting to process who we are and who we think we are um, and to do that, we need to clear a lot of distraction. So my action step for you <laughs> is to clear out some space in your day to eliminate distraction and do the guided contemplation slash meditation um, you know, and if you don't have the $5 a month to commit um, to uh, the podcast supporter Patreon, just shoot me a message. I would love to get this meditation to you regardless. Um, so please just send me a message and I will just send you um, the guided meditation, which is really a contemplation to help walk you through the ways that, you know, you are attached to you know, concepts, things, people, um, places. We're attached to so many things um, in this life. So practice that meditation. And, you know, I would love for you to, to just think about the difference between your mind and consciousness and just sit on it. And you don't have to have answers. You don't have to have clarity. You don't have to have a lack of thoughts. We just sit with it. And see what happens and see what messages come through and be open and have your journal ready and, you know, just know that I don't have all the answers. You know, can we have all the answers? Are there even answers? Um, you know, and and just be, be open. It doesn't matter. There is no right or wrong or good or bad. Just be open to what you observe under this contemplation of what is mind and what is, what is consciousness and how do I access divinity within me? 
how do I access divinity within me and how do I release my attachment because attachment is suffering. It's one of the five kleshas, which is the causes of suffering. And we don't really think about it like that, right? Because we have desires um, and that's a part of being human too. But attachment, that is a cause of suffering. And really, it's a lot of things. And I can say it's a it's a block to our, our personal magnetism and, you know, when we're attached to a certain outcome. But, <clears throat> but really, it closes us off to the expansive possibilities before us and to the fact that if we reduce our suffering and if we reduce our attachment, like what else could we create with that amount of energy? I'm going to leave you with that. Please reach out to me if you would like the meditation and are not a patron. Um, And if you would like more information on that, there is a link in the show notes um, to be a podcast supporter to help cover the costs of production. Huge thank you to podcast editor Kyle Piper. Oh, no, that's the wrong one. (laughs) Sure, this one will do. (laughs) Okay. Thank you so much for coming and I hope you have a wonderful day.